you're fat. So you drink anyone. Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have no money. I would marry you. You're a tequila lover. You're not a party. You're the Chargers. I'm not going to be a party. I'm not Hey all you cool cats and kittens, it's Erin. Welcome back to You're Such a Catch. Here we are in quarantine, doing our best to flatten the curve, social distancing, and hopefully, eventually, getting back to the life that we once knew. Although when the time does come, we'll probably never look at things, you know, through the same lens again, right? And that might not be a bad thing. We'll have this new appreciation for simple things like going out to dinner and having to not stress about how many TP rolls are under the bathroom sink. We'll be able to hug our loved ones and we'll be able to date again in real life. Yes. <laughs> Have you been dating, swiping, connecting virtually with people during this time? I thought I'd share some fun stories I've read from this beautiful thing called the internet that is helping us stay connected through tiger memes, photos of wood, may he rest in peace, <laughs> and technology that's allowed us to video chat with friends and make new ones while wearing our most cozy sweatpants, five-day-old unwashed hair, and no makeup. <laughs> You better believe I woke up like this. Uh, you guys. <sighs> okay, so the first story I wanna share is about Carly. Carly is 28 and she lives in a studio apartment in New York City. Carly documented her experience with virtual dates for the Today Show and I really dug it. Maybe you've heard Carly's story, I don't know. But here's what you need to know about her. So Carly is on Tinder, she's on Hinge. She has a Bumble account and an OkCupid account. So yes, she is on four ops. She's 28. <laughs> she wants to get herself out there. So her profile reads, it's cute. Her profile reads, plant cat mom currently playing a lot of Nintendo. Let's work together to flatten the curve and date over FaceTime. Mine is not that creative. I have not revamped my profile since Corona started. So maybe note to self, maybe that is something that I should do. And like most of us, Carly's screen time has gone up since quarantine. This is a joke because um, every week when I, when I get that notification from Apple, I'm like, oh, damn, I was on the screen like nine hours a day. That's crazy. But uh, Carly's screen time was up 77%, but her dating apps specifically were up 130%. Carly was on a mission to not let social distancing slow her dating life down. So she took to swiping, the matches started rolling in, and she decided she was ready to try to do a virtual meetup. And she set it up, an impromptu lunch date. <laughs> she put on some eyebrows. Yes, men. You now realize that a lot of us have to draw those puppies on, and that requires effort. She also added a little highlighter to give her life. She's probably had plenty of time to watch makeup tutorials during quarantine, so she probably knows the coronavirus video chat, less than five minutes to beauty routine. And then she disguised the fact that she was wearing a sports bra. Kudos to Carly. I don't even wear a bra anymore. 
But much like me, Carly doesn't have a problem meeting new people. She's in sales. She has to make cold calls from time to time. And she's aware of some of her behavior traits, you know, when she's on dates. So she hides behind her sarcasm when she meets somebody she thinks she actually likes. And that's something she's actually been working on. So she's trying to put these, you know, new skills and awareness to the test. So she describes this date initially as awkward. Shocker. (laughs) The video chat went on for 45 minutes. You guys, that is a long time. I mean, not in quarantine time, it's not a long time, but in real life time, that's a long time to be chatting with a stranger over video that you've never met. But her eyebrows were on point, so who knows? 45 minutes well spent, I suppose. Their convo covered stimulating pandemic topics such as working from home. Then as the comfort level increased and the guards were dropped, Carly started opening up about her nervous and terrible dating habits. You guys, is that a red flag? Uh, Or is that just being open and honest? I don't know. Well, that wasn't enough to scare a date away. He secured a second viral date before they hung up the phone, asking if she wanted to do drinks in the evening. Now, I'll be honest. She does not specify if when he asked her out for virtual drinks, if it was in the same day or a different day. If it was same day, that's pretty aggressive. I mean, I'm just saying. Anyway, so Carly then decides she likes this virtual dating, so she is going to go on a second virtual date with a dude who resurfaced. Yes, we all know there is a lot of loneliness going on right now, and so some people are coming out of the woodwork. I won't mention who's come out of the woodwork in my life, but I can say this is a thing. So since they had already matched and they had already chatted on the app, some time had transpired. He suggested that they get on Skype. So Carly talks about how it's funny that there's all this different technology out there and everybody you know, has their own platform that they prefer. So this gentleman's platform was Skype. So yes, she re-downloaded the app and she was going to Skype with him. Initially, this gentleman wanted to share all about his bad day and basically proceeded to unload it on her. But then, thankfully, the conversation morphed and the frustration turned to laughter. And after, you know, chatting for a while, he disclosed he needed to jump off to attend a virtual hangout with his friends, but he'd call her back. So she was pleasantly surprised. He did call her back. I mean, what the hell else was he going to do? And they spent two hours later that day chatting while Carly multitasked and got crafty. I love her. She's resourceful. She drew eyebrows and got crafty in the same week. Now, date number three. Yes, she just is sticking with it. So date number three. He was a little aggressive. He wanted to skip all the small chat and go right into the video chat. This guy was a personal trainer and pretty persistent in his desire to have the date sooner than later. So Carly put forth some effort this time. She actually dressed up a bit for the occasion. And when she dialed into the call, the dude was in the bathroom. Yep, that's right. Sitting on the toilet seat, claiming it was the most private space in the house. This guy was so direct, he said he was only interested in dating someone with his Myers-Briggs personality type. And good for Carly for knowing hers, because I have no clue what mine is. Hell, I don't even know what my love language is, and I have two, count them, two copies of the book, 
And I think I recently downloaded it on Audible, but I just need to get to reading it. So Carly found herself burnt out from being on the screen so long. So she told her date she needed to hop off for a while and go do some chores around the house. Productive Carly. I love it. So he asked her, you guys, legit, he asked her if she'd meet up in person. And Carly said, dude, no, I'm social distancing. I'm taking that seriously. So after pleading your case, he finally got the hint. Now that is for sure a red flag. Am I right? So he then asked her if she would download WhatsApp, which she thought was weird. Again, everybody has their own platform, right? But the weird thing about this was Carly and this guy were on a FaceTime. They had each other's phone numbers. Why did they need WhatsApp? (laughs) But anyways, he makes one last attempt for the clothes and says, well, if we can't meet in person soon, let's say we set a date for April 10th. Who is this guy? (laughs) Persistent Paul. Irritated, she downloaded the app, but guess what? He hasn't messaged her. She got ghosted. Yeah, and I would say she dodged a bullet with that one. You guys, Carly doesn't give up. She gave it the old college try and had one more call with a prospective suitor. She said in real life she would have forced herself to stay for one drink, then kindly excused herself (laughs) because they weren't vibing. And I can so relate to how she was feeling. Now, I have no idea what that would be like if you're only on a video chat and you're not there in person. I would like to think when you're there in person, you've put forth a lot more effort to get there. But as we've discussed in the recent weeks, we should not be getting dressed up for our dates. We should be getting dressed up for ourselves. So that's what I'm going to cling on to. But this date only lasted 15 minutes and then they hung up. Carly decided after these four dates that dealing with all of these men and discussing their experiences with coronavirus was emotionally draining. I don't blame her. Her original plan of using this time to go on as many virtual dates as possible quickly switched gears with a reminder, in her words, that dating is a process and it takes time. She realized she couldn't fast track it by going on multiple first dates from the comfort of her home, especially now. And although she was empathizing with strangers over a shared misfortune, she realized it can take a toll if you're overextending yourself. So she plans to continue online dating, but not make it a priority. Rather, she'll focus on connecting with herself, something she's enjoying, love it, and reigniting with old passions that have been pushed aside from when she was busy with the outside world and friends. Also love it. You guys, I think Carly's story is so relatable. And I don't know if you feel this way, but I'm getting to the point where, and I love it, don't get me wrong. Everybody is checking on me. Everybody wants to house party. Everybody wants to, you know, just connect. And that is amazing. But I can totally relate with the feeling of being overextended and being on the screen too much and just almost needing a moment to turn the technology off, turn the phone off, and just be at peace. And so this week, I am going to try to do that and honor that within myself. But we're not done with story time, you guys. (laughs) Then there's the story of Dan and Erica. Have you guys been following it? Dan and Erica met on Hinge. They've been on three virtual dates, all documented and videoed and posted on Hinge's social media. 
You guys, Erica is a beautiful blonde. Quarantine doesn't seem to have impacted her appearance. Her hair looks amazing. She's definitely still been using her blow dryer, something I haven't been doing lately. On their first date, Dan admits he didn't shower. They both disclosed they're in sweatpants. Just like Carly, they talked a little bit about their experiences during the pandemic. During the short segment, Dan's phone goes off, which is a no-no in real life to have your phone out on a date because it's a distraction, but he quickly earns some points for being a cute nerd, letting Erica know that it's just his timer, indicating that it's time to go wash his hands again. Seriously, you guys, <laughs> this is real. <laughs> Instagram loved Dan and Erica's first date. Lots of comments. Followers also offered to volunteer as tribute to do a FaceTime date and have Hinge record it. One said amazing chemistry. Another said it renewed their faith in romantic love. They're adorable. And a lot asking, will there be a second date? Well, spoiler alert, I already told you they went on three. So, <laughs> so date two takes place in a different room of each of their homes. Love it or at least with a different background. Erica's hair still looked gorge, Dan's still nerdy. He has this weird quirky blue lamp on his desk that I used to have growing up. It reminded me of something a grandma would have. And good news, Dan showered this time. Erica admits that her plan is quite the conversationalist, and she also shares that she is obsessed with the Tiger King, like the rest of the world. Dan hadn't watched it yet. Discuss what they're looking for in a quarantine ship. Dan said he's looking for a girl he can bring home to mom, on Zoom. And again, the comments go wild. People are saying they're so invested in this quarantine ship. Some questioning if it's too good to be true. Lots of folks saying that they want to get ass out on a video date and be like Dan and Erica. Who doesn't want to be like Dan and Erica? On date three, Dan shows the aftermath of his DIY haircut. It looks like Steve-O snuck up on him with the clippers. Dan asks Erica how she's going to cut her hair. She says she's probably not, then makes a joke about becoming Rapunzel and him climbing up her hair to her apartment window. You guys, romance, romance. Personally, my favorite part is when Erica jokes that one day she may just go crazy and snap and pull a Britney. Obviously, she's referencing Britney's meltdown where she shaved her head, but Dan doesn't get it. <laughs> he says... Yeah, flash a bunch of cameramen in public. You guys, I told you, he's a little nerdy. Poor thing. The two discuss how they're going to have to wait to meet in real life. It appears as if Dan sent her a slice of pizza for this date. And when she asks how he knew what kind of toppings to order, he admits that he dug deep into her Instagram post to figure out what she likes. Like real deep, like four to six years deep. You guys crazy or no? I don't know. The two agree that stocking rules don't apply in quarantine, and Dan makes a joke that he hasn't followed Erica yet on social media, but he scrolled so far, like all the way to the day that she started her account. Listen, we've got a lot of time on our hands. I can see how he could fall victim into that rabbit hole. But the internet is rooting for this couple. I'm rooting for this couple. Lots of people are giving Dan pointers. They're telling him, don't admit you scrolled through six years of her feed. No, dude. <laughs> Lots of people leaving the laughing cry emoji face on his Britney comment. And I'm guessing date four will air in Hinge's feed this week. Make sure to drop by and check it out. I'm secretly wishing that they would just, you know, record a bunch of these dates so I can binge them when I need a little pick-me-up. I mean, who doesn't love a little mini rom-com that you can, you know, dial into on social media? <laughs> 
Yes. Did you guys even know that there were this many stories about dating during the coronavirus? I mean, yes, these are these are the ones that are out in the public. But this next story I'm going to share has a different twist. Now, this couple also met on Hinge. They had their first date before the governor enforced the shelter in place mandate. Can you guess what happened here, folks? The couple, Nick and his date, the article doesn't list her by name, went bar hopping and then met up with some of her friends. Unbeknownst to them, the couple contracted what they believe was COVID-19 that night. Can you imagine, you guys, date one, you come down with corona. Now, Nick says he started to experience flu-like symptoms, so he walked to the local urgent care. He lives in the city also. They didn't have any test kits available at that time because they said he was low risk due to his age, but they did test him for influenza and it came back negative. Since they both contracted the virus, they decided to continue seeing each other, especially since they were instructed to quarantine immediately from family and friends. Talk about unusual circumstances and a get to know you quick scheme. So thankfully both Nick and his now girlfriend only had a mild case of COVID and recovered. They've been dating now for a month, and Nick says what a story it will be to share this with his grandkids one day. Aww. I love that he's like thinking so much in the future that he could be telling this story to his grandkids. I mean, that means it's going well. Hinge for the win. <laughs> and for all you married folks out there that are at home quarantined with your sig other, are you in heaven or are you at your wit's end? <laughs> Hopefully you're reconnecting and appreciating the quality time. My mom sent a text earlier this week and I thought it was sweet. She said she's glad dating wasn't as complicated as it is today in the 70s or she may not have made it to the altar. She said it makes her grateful that she moved to Brawley. Yes, Brawley, (laughs) where she met my father. She said it's weird to think about the chances of the two of them meeting, which is true. Then she said, and I quote, As I go through quarantine, it makes me even happier that dad and I chose each other and there's nobody I'd rather be quarantined with than him. And I think I text back something like, does dad feel the same? (laughs) But I always like to give her a hard time, but she is right. She found her person and he found his. And this Friday, they will celebrate their 44th anniversary. Happy early anniversary, mom and dad. I love you guys. Okay, for those of us that are out there, still single, ready to mingle, but doing the right thing in social distancing, here are a few pointers. So perhaps a few weeks from now, I can share an update that includes your newly formed love story. Most apps have a call feature built in or even video chatting included. And if it was once an upgrade to have it, most are offering it free right now given the circumstances, which is nice. So this is a win if you just meet somebody and you don't feel comfortable with giving them your number just yet. So you can have your first video chat or call through the app. And then when you get to that comfort level, you can go ahead and give them your phone number. So there is also video speed dating. Yes, this is a thing. Now, because we're all located in different places throughout the country, and I guess in other countries, (laughs) I do have some listeners in Australia and Mexico. So just Google, literally just Google video speed dating. I did that in Los Angeles and 
there is actually a lot of events you can RSVP to. So they're usually just set up through Eventbrite and most of them seem to be free. So do that if you're into it, if you're up for a little challenge. Or if you're just swiping as you normally would and you get a match, there are several activities that you can do on your first date. So you could go on a video game date, which basically is both of you playing the same video game and being on the phone or connecting virtually that way. You can do Netflix in quarantine where you literally binge watch a show together. Also, while dialed in, you know, maybe you guys decide to watch The Tiger King and share your commentary and and thoughts on Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. Best Self Company offers a fun icebreaker deck for first phone calls. So you get a set of cards with a bunch of, you know, icebreakers to keep the conversation fun and flowing. Or if things are progressing, you can even do a two-person book club. Now, I love this because I, like I mentioned, have all these books I need to read. My Audible credits are stacking up because I don't know about you, but my time listening to things has really decreased. I guess because I'm not traveling, I'm not in the car, and I should be putting it on while I'm doing chores around the house. But like I mentioned, I've been doing a lot of house partying and... you know, those type of uh, virtual connections. So yes, download an Audible book or in my situation, I could mention one I already have or a book that you've put on your Kindle. And then essentially you read a few chapters and then make a cup of coffee from your kitchen, aka your new favorite coffee shop, and then dial up your boo while curled up on your respective couches to discuss what you just read. Too new age for you? No problem. I get it. These things take a little bit of just getting out of your comfort zone, you know, getting awkward. (laughs) And if you don't want to do any of them, I understand that too. But patience, my friend, this is where I suggest revisiting your Future Boards book or that episode that I did with Sarah Centrella and really getting your mind right so once quarantine is over, you're prepared to accept what the universe has to offer with open arms and freshly washed hands. We will come out of this, hopefully sooner than later. The important thing is to be safe and stay healthy and to avoid what happened to Don Lewis. Look, there's another fun virtual dating activity. They just reopened the case. You can pretend to be detectives for the day and to start to solve the mystery. Don't ask me how I know this, but Cosmo already plotted out a really nice timeline to get us started. Who wants in on this date? Perhaps we can make it a group date? <laughs> All right, loves, thanks for tuning in to You're Such a Catch. If you have a fun virtual date to share, I'd love to hear about it. Hit me up at Erin at You're Such a Catch and don't forget to follow me at You're Such a Catch on all social media platforms. Also, shoot me your favorite theories on Don Lewis. I know I stand with Chrissy Teigen and Cardi B. If the shoe fits. All right, guys, chat with you next week. Stay safe and healthy. The new KIT.